Hey everybody, welcome to INE Live. I'm your host, Katherine Brown, and today we are all blue, as in blue teams and blue team certifications. INE has a brand new blue team cert coming out in just a few weeks, and so today we're giving you some insight into what it is, what it covers, and how you can use it to launch the next phase of your career. First, as we do each time we stream here on INE Live, I want to let you know we are streaming live right now across social media platforms, including LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Be sure to like and subscribe on the social media platform you're using so you can stay in the loop when we do go live we obviously want you to get involved this is all about community it's all about interaction and engagement so talk to us talk to others in that chat thread we love to see that we have a team monitoring chat so if you have a comment drop it in a bunch of you are already doing that if you have a question do us a favor put a cue at the beginning so we can go through those comments find those questions easily and we'll get to as many as we can today with that i want to bring in our guests for today beginning with dr amanda martin a very familiar face here on INA live Amanda is INE's manager of certification. She's worked in the field of education for more than 10 years before transitioning to the tech community, and we are all grateful and better for it. Amanda earned her PhD at Auburn University. Amanda, great to have you back here as always. Hey, Catherine. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here today. All right. Also with us, Brian Olaf, a defensive security instructor here at INE. He has extensive experience with both network and server administration, as well as defensive cybersecurity operations and engineering. Also put a ton of work into this blue team certification that we're going to be talking about today. He is the perfect person to have on the show here with us. Brian, glad to have you here. Thanks, Catherine. Glad to be here. All right, so uh, I'm going to bring both of you in right now. We're just going to start at the very beginning. What uh, we're talking about specifically today is the eLearn Security Enterprise Defense Administrator Certification. So it's the EEDA. Um, and Brian, if you can, since, since you kind of uh, led the way here, can you explain what this certification is, what it's all about, and, and who it's good for? Absolutely. It's, it's, basic, it's a new blue team security certification that what we've seen on the market is a lack of blue team specifically blue team certifications and the exams that have the hands-on component to them a lot of them are just you know multiple choice memorization things like that and that's what the eda is all about it is an entry-level beginner level certification it's geared towards people who have some it experience but are just wanting to get started with cybersecurity on the blue team. And it's aimed at people, at, at, at those kind of people. But the big thing that sets it apart, like I said, is the hands-on portion of it. The learning path has a lot of hands-on labs in it. And the exam itself has a hands-on portion as well, where you're going in and doing things in a replica enterprise environment. So how much of a, a market differentiator is that hands-on piece? Because I know that, that just in general, INE puts a great deal of importance on hands-on application. Um, that's that's an industry differentiator for us. But in terms of certifications, how how different is that from from other blue team certs? Amanda, you want to take that one? Absolutely. So I'm really excited about this because traditionally when we think of, you know, really hands-on environments, my mind specifically goes to Red Team, right? We have a lot of different platforms out there and there's a lot of different companies who really do a great job with testing in Red Team platforms, which is awesome. But we were actually able to harness the ability to do it in a blue team manner, which is really, really cool and really unique. Um, so that environment, that lab environment is gonna be really hands-on, similar to the EJPT. If any of you have out there have taken that one, we are excited to have you uh, in that participation. 
mission and it's just the same vibe so you are essentially going to be dumped into a lab environment and being able to navigate through these different types of lab tasks in a way that is unique to you so your lab experience and you know the things that you're experiencing will look similar but will be different than the person next to you so for us this is pretty unique in the space we really have spent time and energy into making sure every lab experience is unique for each exam for each student um, and so we're really proud of that and we were able to apply that to this blue team sir and just excited to see it all come together already got a, uh, a great question that, that we're going to address in this but uh, it, it's good um, to address it right out of the gate this coming in from Kenneth on YouTube Kenneth, thank you for the question um, asking does the Enterprise Defense Administrator replace the current ENDP certification Amanda you can take that Yes, it will be replacing that content. So we're really excited. So we did an evaluation of the ENDP and with the help of Brian and Jack Reedy, our content director for cybersecurity, we were able to come up with something that we feel is a little bit more encompassing that really hones on best practices and skills and it's more refreshed and revitalized and elevated in several different instances from your lab experience and that to your testing experience and the content. So yes, we will be swapping those out. Um, you'll see that as of right now, you're still able um, to buy the other cert certification, um, but once we do sunset this one, or sorry, once we launch the EDA, that's gonna be a much better experience. So we really incorporate in, um, not incorporate, we, we really entice people and encourage people to take a look at this one instead. All right, uh, I just saw that question come in. I know we're jumping a, a little bit out of order here, but I saw that question come in and thought, you know, let's let's go ahead and address that right out of the gate because obviously um, people, you know, people are curious um, about that. I want to get back a little bit to the the differentiators of this certification, the EEDA, and why specifically? Let's dig into that. What makes it so unique? And I'd love both of you to weigh weigh in on this. Um, you know, is it the hands-on capabilities? Is it uh, you know that that strong foundation between theories and practices like what makes this the best blue team cert out there specifically for for the area that it addresses it's it's really a combination of the two when we were designing this certification we went through and made sure that we covered a lot of the theory and and kind of a lot of the why for why you need to do things and how you, and why you want to configure uh, systems to be as secure as possible. Not just how to configure them securely, but why you need to secure them. You know why what you're trying to protect against, and and you know the, like I said, the the why is the big part. I'm repeating myself a lot there. But then I keep going back to the hands-on section. The, the learning path and the lab and the exam itself has a lot of the hands-on. You'll be working with, with Active Directory environments. There's group policy configurations. You'll work on network equipment, firewalls, vulnerability scanners, all of that throughout the entire path. So there's not another exam, excuse me, there's not another exam out there that has the hands-on component and definitely not to the level that we have in ours. A lot of other blue team certifications out there are mainly just focused on, do you know how to do things? How well have you been able to memorize, you know, settings and commands and things like that? Whereas we focus on, okay, here's what you do, here's why you do it, and here's how you implement it in real world when you are working at your job. Yeah, and to expand on that a little bit, I just want to take a moment to uh, applaud Brian because when we were going through the process of designing the certification, he was really focused in what do you actually need to know? 
to be in this role in the real world. And we did a lot of back and forth research with what are we asking in the job market? What are some of those qualifications and those requirements? And he took that into consideration when we were building this path and really made sure instead of being a mile wide and an inch deep, we gave you the cream of the crop, tried and true practices and experiences we know you're going to need being an um, enterprise defense administrator and made sure we were doing that in a way that you could simulate and feel comfortable doing day one by passing the certification. So there was a lot of forethought into what to include. So we were very specific and very intentional. And I think that's worth mentioning in terms of us being really unique here. Yeah, and one of the, the big reasons I did it that way is because, you know, when I've been doing all of the security engineering and defensive engineering in my career, there's a lot of certifications out there that, that didn't that, that focused on a lot of knowledge, but they didn't focus as much as they needed to on, okay, now that I'm doing this job, how do I do this? How do I do these real world scenarios? They just kind of gave you the knowledge and expected you to kind of implement it and, and put it into practice on your own. Whereas we're focusing with this certification, this learning path on kind of training how to do it when you're working in an enterprise environment. So uh, how relieved are the two of you that that the heavy lift here is almost over, that this is almost uh, almost out? I believe the answer to that is just yes. <laughs> <laughs> we still have some stuff in development for this, obviously, and I'm sure we'll get to this later on the alpha and baiting. But Brian's biggest lift for the time being is he can take a, a little much deserved breather here. So definitely feels good. Awesome. Um, yeah, I just had to ask that since I've like barely seen the two of you for the past uh, past few months since you've been buried deep in this. Um, let's talk about who should be interested in this certification. We mentioned people who have a little bit of IT experience, but are really just beginning to, to forge their, their path on the blue team and in that area of the field. Um, Specifically, and again, I'd love to hear from both of you on this in two different perspectives. Who who is this designed for? So I can start off with the independent um, individuals that might be interested in that, and then um, Brian, I'm sure, can speak a little bit to the industry professionals that might be interested in this from like a, a more business standpoint. But if you're an individual practitioner, we are really looking for individuals, like you said, Catherine and Brian, that have a little bit of IT experience. So we would love it if you had about six months, right? So we want to make sure if you're coming in to take the certification, you can speak the language, the basic fundamental IT language. So if you have that under your belt already, great. You don't have to be proficient in cybersecurity yet. You can know nothing about cybersecurity. Maybe you're a red team or trying to check out blue team or maybe yellow team trying to check out blue team. Totally fine. But first thing we would recommend is that you've got at least six months of that IT experience and you can talk the talk there. Um, secondly, um, really just anyone who wants to improve their defensive cybersecurity knowledge and skills. We're seeing a lot of job postings across the board, not just in cyber, but in networking and cloud that are requiring a basic understanding of cybersecurity as well. So we're seeing more and more people actually reach out to us um, that are traditionally cloud people or networking people and say, oh, I need to know a little bit of cyber. Maybe I should start looking at these introductory courses. This would be a great opportunity for you as well. You know that introductory IT language, you have a little bit of a background in the industry, and now it's time to expand that within this one scope. So we're talking to you too there. Absolutely. And to, and to kind of add on to that, the you know, some of the knowledge that, that would be recommended that you have ahead of time is, you know, be familiar with things like Active Directory, some of your more 
you know, basic IT skills, you know, IP addressing. You do not have to be a subnetting pro because I am not. So please, you don't have to do that. But things like, you know, IP addressing, know what a subnet is, you know, Active Directory, a little bit of experience in that. But we do go into some of the Active Directory basics in the course. But as far as from a business perspective, you know, what kind of organizations can benefit from this? Really, any organization that has any type of on-premise IT infrastructure could benefit from this certification and this learning path because it covers all of those basics like that. Um, a lot of other places like, you know, managed service providers that employ, you know, maybe maybe some tier one help desk individuals that need some cybersecurity knowledge as well. This would be perfect for those kind of people. Um, you know, it's good entry level certification for the beginnings into the blue team defensive cybersecurity realm. Perfect. Uh, all right. So here's here's the money question, um, Brian, and I'm going to send this one to you. Uh, what what will be on the exam? I know you can't give us that that many details, but um, but tell us what you can about what will be on the exam, the topics covered, um, the general general study path that people should be taking to be prepared for this. Well, the answer to question one. No, I'm not going to do that. Um, there's, <laughs> All right, get your notes out. out. Yeah, I'm not going to go that far in depth. We start out on it with with some basics about what security hardening is, some recommendations for you know standard hardening practices, and you know the the intro to security engineering. We go into a little bit of GRC governance, risk, and compliance, talking about some regulations and laws that may apply to let's say the majority of organizations out there. And you know baselines, how to configure baselines, what baselines are, and why they're important. We go into a lot of uh, you know information about logging, why gathering logs is important, how to what log correlation is, log normalization, things like that. Um, and we go into a lot of as well um, some identity and access management topics as well, both with Active Directory and with uh, a little bit of Linux in there too, um, but mainly with the focus on Active Directory because that's what most organizations are using for their identity and access management. And if they're not, they're using something that is very, very similar. And then just some general security administration topics as well that don't necessarily fit into one of those buckets, but it's, it's, it's a very broad overview of all of those basics to get started in the uh, the defensive security part. Uh, getting a lot of hype on chat for this exam. Uh, a lot of people very, very excited about it. Um, John Galliano saying EDA is much needed, way to go, INE. Um, and a lot of comments very, very, uh, very similar to that. So um, obviously filling a, uh, filling an industry gap here. Um, the two of you, and I find this dynamic very interesting, the two of you come at this um, from, you know, you're working together, but you come at it from different perspectives. Brian, you are a subject matter expert in cybersecurity. Amanda, you are looking at this through the lens of uh, education and making sure that this checks the boxes and the exam um, is verified and, and, and it, it, it is, um, you know, doing all the things that it should be doing. So. Uh, Brian, you're telling us what's going to be on the exam. Amanda, what can you tell us about what the exam will actually be like? What, what it will be like to take this? 
Yeah, so we are very excited about the specific flow of the certification. For those of you who might have already taken the ICCA, uh, which is our um, INE Certified Cloud Associate Cloud Novice Level Certification, you might see some similar things there and then some elevated and upgraded features that weren't in that specific platform. So on this exam specifically, you're looking at two different sections. We have a standalone multiple choice style section. So basically you'll go through what most of you all are familiar with. You'd read a question, identify the correct answer. Those specific questions are not dependent on the lab um, or anything else. They're just sheer, do you know this information? The other half of the exam are also multiple choice questions, but they're lab dependent. Um, so those you will actually have to be looking within the lab environment to answer those sets of questions. For those of you who are familiar with EJPT, might have been involved in that beta, that is exactly how that exam rolls and the style of that multiple choice, but they are again dependent on the lab environment. This one's a hybrid. So we have independent that are not reliant and dependent that are reliant on that lab atmosphere. Um, so you'll also have some different types of flag injections, which we're very excited about here sprinkled throughout and what that will mean is that when you see a, a flag question there'll be an indicator there and essentially that will require users to type in the answer so they'll have to go to the lab environment associated with their exam go find the answer come back to their exam type it in and click the submit button and what that does is that will save your unique answer which is different than anybody else that's going to be taking this exam so your answer that you're getting will differ from anybody else and then if it's a dynamic rather than a static exam um, that means it will be different each time you spin up the lab environment. I do want to say before anyone says, well, wait, what if I answer a question and then I leave and come back and restart my lab environment? That new answer choice is going to be different. It's totally fine. So we made sure on our end that anytime you answer one of these flag style questions, we essentially take a snapshot and we look at what the lab environment is saying the correct answer is at the second you're answering it. So don't worry, we snapshot that for you in the moment you're answering and that is what you're graded on as the environment at the time of submission. So beyond those static and dynamic flags, we also have some of our, our tried and true features on our certifications, like your pinning ability, formerly known as bookmarking ability. So if you're struggling with the question, you can simply hit the pin button right underneath the last answer choice and it will turn it orange for you so you can circle back around to it and re-review it before you submit your exam. I know sometimes when I'm taking exams and I don't know the answer, I don't want to eat up all my time. So this is a quick visual cue that you can do to simply hit the pin button, revisit later so you can move on to the next information. Additionally, we do have some time automated features there. So if you want a time alert letting you know when there's 10 minutes left or 30 minutes left, you can enable those. We have our countdown clock that you can enable or disable to help again with that time management. We want to decrease any type of testing anxiety that you all might have so you can report and answer this exam the best way possible and as authentically as possible. We know you know your stuff, so we're trying to help you to take away some of that stress by giving you tools that might help you. And the last feature I'll touch on super quickly is our, um, our comprehensive grade report that we have, which I love. It will actually break down how you did on your exam. It's automatically graded, so this exam is auto-graded. And when it's done, you'll get a report about a little bit less than 24 hours after, and you'll be able to go in and see for each objective in each domain how well you did. And that's a big deal. So if you end up needing to restudy or reevaluate or even show this to an employer for how well you did, you have a breakdown of what your score looks like and where your strengths and weaknesses are in each individual subject area. 
Yeah, and that's huge, actually, not only for the people who are taking it, but also for employers. Um, we work with a lot of business teams who want to be able to say, hey, how are my employees doing? How, how did they do? Where, where are the gaps? Where do we need to focus um, more on, on um, you know, learning and studying? So that, that particular feature, which I love, is huge not only for, for the test takers, but also um, for employers and uh, for team leads who, who have, uh, you know, uh, team members who are taking this. Um, I have a couple questions coming in here as we're talking about the the skills on the exam, the content, and the um, and the actual uh, form format of it. Um, a few people weighing in um, asking how different will this be than others on the market? Uh, Muzni on LinkedIn asking how different is it going to be specifically um, from BTL one. Another user on LinkedIn asking how different from Security Plus and CompTIA. So. What are the differences here? We talked about the, the um, dynamic, the static flags, the hands-on portion, but you know, in your mind, both of you um, specifically, and we'll start with you, Amanda, how, how different is this from those specific competitors? Well, I will actually toss this one over to Ryan because I know he's taken one of these, and so I feel like he can tell you not only as um, a creator of this, but as a certification holder as well. There are definitely great elements to all of those. We are definitely uh, champions of any type of learning here at INE, uh, but we did take some stuff that, that do make us unique and I'm really proud of those. So I'll let Brian expand on this a little bit more here. Uh, yeah, I've got the, the Security Plus. Now it's, I'll preface this with, it's been a few years since I've done this, but again, the, the biggest thing, the biggest difference between the EDA and the Security Plus is the Security Plus is a, a great certification if you're just getting started with cybersecurity, but it is a very broad certification um, and it focuses a lot more on memorization and the basic knowledge there. The EDA has the additional benefit of, again, the hands-on components where you're actually working in an, in an actual enterprise environment. You know, you're working in Active Directory, you're, you're configuring group policies, you're running vulnerability scans against internal systems. But again, you're, the, the learning path itself also has a lot of the focus on why you're doing this and how it really is going to apply to a real world environment when you're working to secure an enterprise environment. Uh, as far as BTL1, that one I actually haven't taken, so I can't really speak to that one. Um, and again, the Security Plus, it's, it's, it's been a few years, uh, but the, the biggest part is, is really the hands-on lab environment for that. All right, so uh, let's talk about what jobs this certification will prepare you for, specifically. Brian? One of the, the issues we have with the cybersecurity field and really some, some IT field in general is uh, there's not a lot of standardized job titles. So really what you'd be looking for for a job from this certification is really any kind of entry level defensive security engineering. You know, you might have some some uh, job titles like maybe a junior security engineer, maybe a security administrator, um, perhaps a security analyst, an information security analyst. Different organizations use different titles for for a lot of cybersecurity stuff that can mean a lot of different things. So it can be a little tricky to figure those out sometimes. One of the, the biggest things you want to look for is probably going to be on the, the job listings themselves, where you, know, you're, you want to look for something that, that specifically says you're working to defend the environment, things like working to 
secure Active Directory or secure network devices, firewalls, uh, doing anything with like log management, log analysis, things like that. So I would say focus on more of what the job responsibilities would be for job listings instead of the specific job titles, because those can be all over the place sometimes. Yeah, great answer. And, and while we're talking about that, a question coming in from Joseph R., who's watching on YouTube. Um, is the blue team cert for absolute beginners? Um, Brian was, was just addressing that. But the second part of the question, also, will the exam be available in Saudi Arabia? Uh, I can answer that. Yes, it will. And uh, just just on that note, we are actually a team from INE is in Saudi Arabia uh, this week. They've been there all week uh, at Black Hat MEA, uh, which is awesome. They've been having a great time there. So I just saw Saudi Arabia pop up and wanted to uh, wanted to address that. Uh, question, answer it for you, and then give us a good excuse to talk about how our team is having a blast in Saudi Arabia. So, um, <laughs> awesome. All right, Amanda, I'm going to toss it over to you. When will this cert be available? A big question, right? So everyone's like, okay, when can we do this thing? We have a little bit longer to wait, but I tell you, it's all in good faith here. So we are doing our internal testing, AKA our alpha testing on the specific product at the end of this year. So we're we are attempting to get our alpha done in December of this year. And basically what that means is we wanna vet this for you. We want your beta experience to be amazing. We wanna make sure there are no kinks in it as much as possible. So that way you all are focusing on the questions, the feedback, the content, and not worrying about little bugs here or there. So we're gonna take some time and do that in December. Make sure it's up to snuff for you all so you have a better testing experience. And then in quarter one of the new year, um, so we're thinking around February, we're going to be able to hopefully launch that beta for you. Um, so naturally, that will be dependent on what we find in the alpha. If there's major bugs, little bugs, or no bugs at all, Brian does incredible work. So I am very hopeful that there's going to be minimal to no bugs present. Um, but that is our goal: is we would like to be betaing that um, in quarter one of next year, so in February 2023. As we get closer to that date and have solidified those, we will be launching any information that we have to you all on social media. Um, you will see our social media um, go crazy with all of that information. We will have landing pages. We'll be sending you emails. Trust me, you will know it's coming. We want your involvement. We want your buy-in. We think it's a great certification. I like to think of it as like the brother or sister to EJPT, just on the blue team side, that novice level entry level cert. So. Uh, we'll definitely let you know so you can take a part in it and let us know what you think. We are always uh, putting a premium on um, asking people what they think and really taking their feedback into account. That is a, a longstanding tradition here at INE. Um, this is to both of you, Brian and Amanda. What can people be doing right now to prepare for this? Biggest thing I'll say would be to go through that Enterprise Defense Administrator learning path. Everything that's gonna be on the exam comes from that learning path. So you can get all of the knowledge you need from that entire learning path, all the courses we have on there. One of the, the kind of, the, I won't say biggest part, but one of the parts I, I really like about the learning path is the very last course listed in the learning path, the uh, security engineering for business operations. We've added a what I call a sandbox lab environment to it, which is basically, it's a lab environment that consists of an Active Directory environment. Uh, let's see, I've got a firewall in there, vulnerability scanners, a handful of servers in there, including a Linux server, where it's basically where you can just go and just practice all of the skills, everything you've learned throughout the entire learning path. Now there are labs in the courses in the learning path, but they're mostly geared towards you know, specific things that you're learning in that course. 
but at the end of it, we have that wide open sandbox lab where you can go and practice everything. There's not really any specific goals for that lab environment. We do have some suggestions of tasks you can do within that lab, but there's no real specific walkthrough or goals, but it's a great place you can go in and just practice everything you've learned throughout the, the rest of the learning path. Absolutely, and building off that a little bit, I'll actually share my screen here in just a second so you guys can see what that learning path looks like. Um, but it, it's actually a really cool learning path. So essentially what this is going to do, it's going to allow you um, to really get a good sense of what Brian was talking about. You can see the amount of activities we've got here, the quizzes and the videos. And as Brian said, please, 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 please do the labs. If we learned anything from watching the data in the previous um, the previous uh, betas, we actually realized that the more you do the labs, the better of an understanding you have and the better you're gonna perform on that specific exam. So as you can see here, we have tons of courses for you to dive into. And once you dive into each of these, you'll be able to see the videos and the labs and the quizzes. The other thing that I would say too, is if you are starting your journey, um, please be sure that you are really well versed in, in IT and the basic terminology and knowledge there. So just being sure that you have that basic understanding and can talk the talk. You don't need cyber background, but make sure you got those um, IT fundamentals there. Great, thank you, Amanda. Uh, we're gonna wrap it up here in a second, but before we do, um, just want to, to give the floor to each of you again. Any, any last thoughts, um, anything that we haven't hit on today that's really important that you want our audience watching to know about before, uh, before we let you go and let you uh, continue working on the EDA and, uh, and getting that out ready for launch? I've, I've had a blast working on this and, and working with Amanda on it. I'm definitely happy that it's mostly done at this point. But I've definitely had a blast on it. This is it's really filling a gap where, you know, with the entry level certifications and the actual defensive security engineering portion of these cybersecurity certifications, there's a lot of red team certifications out there that are hands on, not a whole lot of blue team certifications, though. So this is really going to, I think, fill that gap where we're missing it in the industry. I totally agree with that. I mean, I think it's just been an absolute pleasure. I'm, I'm excited to see what comes back from our beta and our alpha, primarily because I know we have a, a phenomenal client base here. You guys have supported us so much during our journey in our different verticals. And now I'm going to extend a challenge here. Um, I, I'm excited because we had such an overwhelming response for the EJPT, but I would love to see the same number of people really get excited about this blue team cert. Like we said, there's so much uniqueness and so much thought has gone into the certification. And again, even if you're not a cyber person, cloud, networking people, I'm talking to you too. We know that there's a need for you to have a basic understanding because everyone needs cybersecurity to an extent. The more we're looking at these job titles, the more we're realizing how much they have in common and how you have to know a little bit in each one. So if you guys want to level up and be experts out there, join in on the fun, take a look at the EDA and let you guys, let's get you guys to that next level. Let's get you guys to those leadership positions, those expert levels, and we'll help you along that journey any way we can. Amanda, Brian, thank you so much. Thank you for being here with us today. And thank you for staying awake because we had our INE uh, Thanksgiving potluck today. And so we are all full of ham and turkey and uh, pumpkin pie. And it's amazing that we're not all asleep right now. So no, thank you guys uh, for being with us today and for answering questions. Really appreciate it.
Absolutely. Thank Thanks, you. <laughs> and thank you to our audience as well. That is going to wrap up today's stream. We're glad you watched it. If you missed it live, be sure to look for the replay across our social channels as well as on the INE website. Want to give you a quick note before we head out. INE is getting in on the Black Friday frenzy as always. We have some of the best deals we have ever offered, ever coming your way for Black Friday. The deals you have been asking for. They are awesome. We'll be revealing them next week, so be on the lookout for those great deals. Be sure to like and subscribe on the social media platform you're using right now so you can stay in the loop for details on all our streams and get notifications when we do go live. We'll see you next time. Until then, have a great week and a very happy Thanksgiving.